Go for it. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Stegman, and with me, as always, is my best pal. I'm Noelle Schmidt. You are. I am. Uh-huh. How are you? I'm awesome. It's been a while. It has. And for those of you who have never been here before, High Spirits is a show about drinking and ghosts. Get it? High Spirits. <laughs> we should make that joke every time. Yeah, right? Uh, speaking of, yeah. what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, uh, just a little Miller Lite. Okay. Yeah, it's left over from a party. No lime squeezed in that? Uh, no lime squeezed in it. Um, I am actually out of lime from that particular party. Oh. I thought about doing a departure and having bourbon. You know, I want to say this. because I, I figured like halfway into this, I'd be so fucked up that we'd have to redo <laughs> it. We should do one because I'm not used to being around you or like used when to you drinking. Drunk? Yeah, and I really want to do that now. Because I am so curious about what a train wreck that would be. It, it, it would be a big train wreck. It would be lots of slurring. You'll drink bourbon and I'll drink tequila. And I will tell everybody everything they would possibly oh want to know about me. Um, we should do this. It's happening. I'm pretty stoked. I'm terrified. Uh, yeah, but for right now I'm just <laughs> drinking Miller Lite because I am uh, afraid. Okay. That's fair. Uh, Here's the great thing about me and Miller Lite. I could probably have 10 and you will not notice a difference. Truth. You're welcome. <laughs> so I realized on some of these episodes I sound a little... Tippled? A little tippled. <laughs> uh, you know, it happens. That's what it's about. Yep. Um, I was at... if, if it's not about ghosts, it's at least about us talking about sharks and being drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Save our sharks. Um, that's actually what SOS is about. Really? No. Oh. Um, I was uh, at a bar in St. Louis recently, and they St. Louis is where Budweiser is made. Okay. Um, and they made a point of saying on like the window, "No Anheuser Busch products sold here." Like they were the anti Bud. Oh. So it was like craft beers, but they served Miller Lite, which I thought was really oh. funny. So, and that's what I drank. They served all the Miller products. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, fascinating. So much going down in the St. Lou. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's fine. Um, ap- <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apologies to our St. Louis listeners. Actually, St. Louis has a lot of um, uh, facets and little air- cute areas. Um, you have to find them, but they're there. Nelly is from St. Louis. Nelly is from St. Louis. Uh, he performed... When I was there. What? Wait, hold on. He did a, a morning show. Oh. It was for uh, the the outdoor hockey game, the Winter Classic. And so All Nelly, of the same made up. Yeah. Nelly was there. So he was... Nelly the rapper performed Nelly, in an outdoor hockey game. He up. He sure did. In the morning. In the morning at 10.30 a.m. And uh, Kid Rock performed the night before and you would not believe the people who came out to see the Kid Rock. Elegant people. <laughs> Sure. Very smart, classy, wicked The classiest of all class. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing about Kid Rock. He is so smart. Yeah. And just... The worst. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay. Not a fan. Hashtag not a fan. Hashtag not a fan. (laughs) By the way, that's... Like, his, his little take on Sweet Home Alabama... It's barely even a sample. It's just Sweet Home Alabama. But he also mashes it up with Werewolves of London, which oh. I find to be oh kind my of. God, that's right. I kind of be, try to. I find it insulting, like for Leonard Skinner and for Warren Zevon. Like uh. Warren Zevon is probably just like rolling in his grave right now, knowing that that beat has been turned into yeah. a dun, fat dun, beat. We were lying in the grass. I don't even know how to So goes. bad. I hate Kid Rock. Yeah, I was at dinner the night of the Kid Rock concert, and uh, there was a table of Kid Rock fans near us. Were and- they elegant? <laughs> well, let me tell you, one of the gents yeah, yeah. was wearing a uh, baseball jersey uh-huh. that on the front of it, it said, Kid Rock, and on the back where his name would be, it said, Badass. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, and there was, you know, some definitely... uh, He probably wore that to his wedding. He sure did. There was definitely, like, (laughs) business in front and party in the back going on as well. So, uh, they were kind of, yeah, 
they were like entertainment for me uh-huh. to watch them. Oh, were they able to eat food and have it go in their mouths? Yes, but they oh they also <laughs> brought their own can koozies too. I thought they brought their own chicken wings. We were at a nice restaurant and they were sitting there oh, with like okay. can they were like the bottle koozies on their bottles at this nice restaurant. So they were probably kids, like relatives. Yes, they were VIP. They sure were. Okay. Yeah, they probably hey, had traveled. Oh. Should we talk about what I'm drinking? Yeah. Do you care? <laughs> yes. I care so much. I actually can see it. It's uh, the Black Box uh-huh. Cabernet Wine on Tap. Yes. Which usually <laughs> lives in my home. Noelle and I are killing it today <laughs> with our booze choices. Um, hey, listen, in the, in the spirit of Kid Rock, we are not going to be fancy today. No. Yeah. No. Uh, it's 2017. It's a new year. It is a new year. Hey. <laughs> so Happy these- New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, these choices are like 2017, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's going to be my motto yeah. for the year. Don't give a fuck. Is that from the chronic, if you don't give a fuck and we don't give yeah. a fuck, bring your motherfucking hands in the air. I'm not going to rap because we know how that ended <laughs> last time. <laughs> Did you rap? There was that one time. <laughs> oh, And it God. wasn't good. Also... Um, Whatever. I was about to apologize to your dad for saying fuck, but your dad gave up episode He's, one. I don't think has ever listened to it, <laughs> nor should he. Uh, I specifically said do not. Uh, my dad doesn't know what an internet is, so I won't. <laughs> <laughs> we're fine. I get nervous because I do post the links on, on the social media, and my dad is um, pretty active on Facebook. Sure. So I'm waiting for him to comment one day with, like, a Bible verse or something. Because yeah. he's listened and he's so ashamed. Oh, um, I see. But he also expects these things from me, so. Because you're so smart and beautiful <laughs> and confident. Thank you. And somebody to be reckoned with. Yeah. Do you want to dance, Dad? Do Can you I wanna? say this? What? You're a reg- you're a regular Condoleezza Rice. <gasps> I don't know how I feel. Is it because I have a gap in my teeth? Oh no! It's because you're it's because you're a good figure skater. <laughs> also, not true. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine you figure skating? Oh, I I've seen it. and It's terrible. <laughs> not figure skating, just like on ice skates. Just on your knees, trying to crawl off the ice. Oh, it's so bad. No, I don't Can know you skate? Yes, I'm a beautiful skater. <laughs> <laughs> just like how you're a beautiful kayaker. I am. I actually took lessons. I took uh, ice skating lessons for I years. C- I can't to save my life. Like yeah. I'm, I need that walker thing in front of me if I have to. <laughs> which was well, I I'll never go. Oh. I'm a, I'm a, well, I used to be a very good roller skater. Oh yeah, me too. I loved roller skating. I love that. Show. I had my own pair, um, <laughs> pair. Uh, I'm half a glass in. Um, <laughs> they were white with blue. I'm just nine and you'll never tell. <laughs> I mean, when it's the box, it's like juice. Shit. Um, dude. I, they were white with blue wheels and, uh, no purple. What? Noel? Uh, purple <laughs> wheels and purple laces. Did you ever use the stopper? Uh, sometimes. I wasn't a big fan of the stopper. I would use the stopper if I wanted to do a quick turn. Uh, I only use it for tricks. Cause yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Um, anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Uh, by the way, oh, let me go back about the Condoleezza Rice. I was just basically trying to tell you that you are a very powerful woman. Uh, so that could be a one Angela Merkel. It could be. Oh, thank you. Could be a really anything. So. Madeline Albright. Could be the old Madeline. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. I saw her live once. I know you did. <laughs> the way people talk about, I don't know, say Kid Rock live is the way. <laughs> I have so many Madeline Albright stories. You have like an, you have a Madeline Albright action figure. I do, and <laughs> I'm actually sitting right near her big, her big book, and yeah. it's it, seriously, it's just mental jizz for me the way I talk about her. She's she's had stuff. If I yeah right, if I did like remember Paul Harvey who would tell the rest of the story. Uh huh. I'd be like, <laughs> she was born in Eastern Europe. <laughs> I would just tell this crazy story. You might think it's like, oh, that's probably Melania Trump. Nope. No, all right. <laughs> Her brain is sexy, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Pure sex at Madeline Albright. Yep. She'd be fine with us saying that. Sure. I think. Yeah. yeah. She's got a great sense of humor. She really does. And I know that's because what? 
I've seen her live. <laughs> I was like, because you follow her on Twitter? Uh, I don't follow. Does she have a Twitter? She does. <gasps> she... Oh, speaking of Twitter, let's talk about Twitter. Please. Uh, you may follow High Spirits at High Spirits Chicago. That's on Twitter. So do that. Um, <laughs> you what else? can uh, highspiritschicago at gmail.com. Send us a little Gmail. Uh, we'll reply to that. Uh, we're on Facebook, High Spirit Chicago. Mm-hmm. We're on SoundCloud, High Spirit Chicago Podcast. Yes. And we're also on iTunes, High Spirit Chicago Podcast. And in this <clears throat> ah, ah, in this brand new year, 2017, we're looking to do some uh, upgrades. Mm-hmm. Yep. I said I was going to start an Instagram account, which I haven't. Okay. In true Noel fashion. Sure. Uh, but it's hey, happening. 2018. Insta. <laughs> When it's no longer a thing. Yeah, uh, way, yeah it's like <laughs> all of our social media platforms, once we finally learned about them, are gone. Right. Everything's going to be just like absorbed by Yelp and Amazon. Oh, yeah. By, by the way, please don't Yelp us. Don't Yelp us. Come God, on, guys. Damn it. Don't Yelp us. I say that as someone who frequents Yelp when I'm looking for restaurant recommendations, yeah. but I don't like to read them. I do. I mean, I do. <laughs> but then I'm like, this person's just mad about, like, they're mad about everything but the food. Dude, yeah, I know. I just went to uh, Momofuku, which is, like, mm-hmm. an amazing restaurant in New York, and I was reading the Yelp. I mean, by the way, it's, like, amazing. Right. I was reading about some Yelp reviews, and these motherfuckers are super petty. Yeah. Just, like, right. you know, if you met them, you'd be like, I bet on the front of your shirt it says kid, rock, <laughs> and on the back it says badass. <laughs> So all I'm trying to say is true. nice koozie. Don't go to Momofuku if you cannot handle how fucking great it is. It's not well. It's well, and don't comment on how expensive it is because you should know the prices before you go to the restaurant. Thank you. If you don't, that's your fault. It's expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> that's why we use things like Yelp because it gives you the dollar signs, so you know what you're $1. getting yourself into. <laughs> or like the one dollar sign, the two dollar sign. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You should have known this in advance. Speaking of which, you have a story. How many dollar signs? Um, it's probably like half because I don't know how good it is. Um, <laughs> is it better than Bow Did a Wow? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> is, is, was it that a Kid Rock song? Bow to the what? Wasn't it Bow Did a Wow? I think it's Bow Did a Wow. I just <laughs> fucking said the exact same thing. I don't know. It sounded different when you said it. <laughs> Ba with a ba with ba with a ba is that what it is? I don't know. Email us. <laughs> oh no! Oh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> I should know this because we said it so many times in St. Louis. Ba with a ba, so it's with the, but with the, because we don't pronounce our th. Oh, ba with a bow. Ba with a bow. Bang to bang. Oh, my God. All right. All right, we're going to have to erase this. (laughs) Honestly, if you've gotten this far, do not yell. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So I thought today uh, we should talk about, we should go into a little bit more detail about something that we continue to bring up over and over again. I'm talking about the uh, poltergeist. Yes, Hansi. Yes, queen. (laughs) Shake, shake, shake your hairs. Anything else? Is that the appropriate response? I think that's exactly what I was looking for. I just was wondering if I should be gay. Yes. Yes. Poltergeist. Yes. Um, As we've talked about before, (laughs) this is just, uh, oh, man. Um, The poltergeist is German Uh for a noisy ghost. Uh Okay. So um, there are multiple explanations for where the poltergeist comes from. And uh, I'm going to share some poltergeist stories as well, but I want to get a little, a little background. Yeah. Um, so some people think that it's a ghost or a supernatural entity that's responsible for it. So um, usually they're just kind of like menacing. Yeah. So it's loud noises, objects being moved. Um, like Slimer and Ghostbusters. Right. Some people could consider him to be a poltergeist. Some people might consider him to be just like, an actual ghost. Oh. Um, so it depends on who you're talking about or okay. who you're talking to. Um, well, if you're talking to me, you're going to say, a poltergeist okay. he is an un, 
He's basically uh, an unintelligent booger ghost that yeah. just tries to fuck with people. Right. Which is kind of what a poltergeist is. Right. In German, poltergeist means booger ghost. Booger ghost. It does <laughs> it not. It does not. It does not. Uh, so. <laughs> nice. Ted Miller-like coming your way, Oh, ladies. my oh. God. What happens when she gets to 11? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So, poltergeists are capable of pinching, biting, hitting, and tripping people, or, as we learned in the Bell Witch case, slapping. Uh, Big slappers, those poltergeists. Sounds like a night with Madeline Albright. Right. <laughs> and more. <laughs> um, so, you know, you'll hear stories of uh, people coming down into their kitchen, and um, they're kitchen furniture, their dining room tables, like, completely all re- stacked up, all stacked up, like, chairs on top of them, and it's like, who could have possibly done this? Can I tell you this? I mean, obviously, if I walked into any room in my home and shit was awry, it would freak me out, but my favorite, my favorite thing about any poltergeist story is, like, and the furniture in the kitchen was rearranged. <laughs> It's always the kitchen furniture. And all the kitchen cabinets were open. So there's a... What is the deal with... Oh, that's like that uh, Medium and Mook episode we watched with the mom and all of... And that's going to be a... We're coming up to that. Uh, Uh, For listeners who haven't listened since episode one, maybe, do you want to talk about who the Medium and the Mook are? Yeah, and I'm a jerk. Um, uh, The show is actually called... Uh, the Dead Files. I had to think about that for a minute. And it's really good. It's really good. It's on the Travel Channel. And it's a medium and a former uh, New York police detective. Hold on, I'll do the beginning. And a former New York police detective. And I talk to dead people. Yep, that's what they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, but they're actually really good. So he does like all the history and the, he, he interviews the family. He finds out the history of the uh House the house area. in the area, and then she goes in. Spoiler alert, it's always um, Native Americans who lived there before. Or demons. Or um, demons, and I... And Jay, she can't. She won't do it. Yep. No, it's actually usually, like, Native Americans, um, uh, Civil War stuff, yep. or a dead angry grandpa. Yep. Um, so... Uh, That's actually the three categories, for sure. Uh... It's actually more complex than that, and it's actually it's actually very. Hold on, is it? No, I really like it. No, um, it's really good. I'm just saying. But yeah, but there was one. What particular... time she saw haunted animals? She did. Yeah, um, it's cool. Check it out. I don't want to like go through the whole premise, but it's very yeah, cool. I was just. Um. So yeah. So and her theory about poltergeist is we're gonna get to that. I I'm kind of more in line with that, and I think it's makes more sense, which kind of goes into what we were talking about, like that mom or um, everything in the kitchen was always open in the morning. And she was like, what's happening? So usually with poltergeist activity, it focuses on a particular person rather than the place. So it's more like going after a human or a person. Um, And it's typically centered around a girl who is going through adolescence Mm -hmm. and puberty. Um, we'll go, and we'll go to that later too. So early accounts, um, date all the way back to the first century. So AD, AD. And as we know, the earth is only 6,000 years old. We do know that. So, so boy, so 3,000 years before then, nothing. Yeah. One AD, Jesus is born, poltergeist. Wow. Yeah. Do, uh, do the math. In Jerusalem or in Rome? Does not say. Well, I would say Rome, right? Like, he's going after the Romans. That's why they didn't like him. The poltergeists? Yeah. Is it, like, going after a famous person? Maybe, like, Caesar? Or is it going after just some chick? I mean, it's probably going after his daughter who was on her period. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, okay. uh, it's hard, anyway, it's hard uh, to say. All of our historical references are 100% accurate, so. They're found on Wikipedia and written in handwriting in my notebook. So, that's true. <laughs> uh, all true. Uh, all right. So that's um, the truest part of the show so far. <laughs> um, so wait now. So now another theory for uh, poltergeist activity, other than being a ghost, is that it's related to pe- a lot of other paranormal investigators or um, 
parapsychologists believe that it's actually psychokinesis or PK. Yeah, PK. That's um, what Carrie had. That's what yeah. Drew Barrymore had in Firestarter. Firestarter. She also just has it. Drew Barrymore? Yeah. Do you want to do your Drew Barrymore? Do I have a Drew Barrymore impression? You do. What is it? I can't do it because it's your impression. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it only comes out of you after 13 Miller Lights. Oh my God. Maybe I need to drink more. Uh, <laughs> that's for the bourbon night. Yeah. You've definitely done a Drew Barrymore impression more than once oh, in shit. my presence. I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. Sorry I put you on the spot. Yeah. So, well, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, was it a young Drew Barrymore? Or was it like a never been kissed Drew Barrymore? Or was it like <laughs> There's so Charlie's many, Angels? There's so many different versions of her. I mean, clearly she lisps in when I do it. She definitely lisps when you do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lisp. Um, and she's it's adorable. Good. She is. She's she's a very likable person. She really is. Yeah. And with all that money, you think she could have fixed that list? Why would you? That's her charm. Okay. I like it. Um, her mother's name is Jade. I never knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I only knew that she was the granddaughter of one John Barrymore. Yes. Uh, and Lionel and Ethel, the lions of Broadway. <laughs> All of those Barrymore. Maybe I was just doing a Lionel Barrymore impression and you thought it was Drew. That's probably accurate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, PK. Yeah. Uh, so, um, a person who's suffering from overwhelming stress or emotional angst oh. could be causing this uh, psychokinesis, which would cause um, items, objects to move, things to get a little weird and crazy, things to be rumbly. So... It's often, like I said, associated with young adolescent girls. So, girls, if you've ever been a teenage girl, you go through some stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm only giggling at you because you're like, girls, if you've ever been a teenage girl, which, I mean, they have. They have. You know. <laughs> you are dealing with, uh, you are suffering from some overwhelming stress and emotional angst. Yeah. And so, it makes a lot of sense that you might want to throw a vase across the room and hit sure. your mother in the head. Yeah. It's totally a thing. Uh-huh. And if you have this ability, you can make it happen. And you don't even know that you're doing it. Uh-huh. Um, instead, you're like, why is this happening to me? Sure. And, and then, then all that pig's blood goes on Carrie's head, and then she puts forks through people's eyes. Right. Like her mom. Yeah. Yes. Um, Carrie's a movie. <laughs> You don't like that movie, right? Is oh, I, I hate it. Okay. Stephen King also hates it. Well. So he is very unhappy with that movie. I also, uh, dun, dun, dun. I don't really like Stephen King post fan. <gasps> oh, right. That van hit him and he just, I'm sorry. But his Twitter account's pretty dang good. I don't know. We don't tweet. Wait, uh, you're tweeting with Madeline Albright <laughs> and Stephen King? I have a very interesting tweet. Twitter account? Shit. I'm like NPR um, and Rachel Meadow. I mean, I have those too. Oh, you can have I also, more than two? <laughs> I also follow the Iron Sheik. Um, oh my god. <laughs> I'm very complex. Anywho. Do you follow Gary Fisher? I don't know who that is. Gary Fisher's dog. Oh, Gary. Yeah. Oh, why did you have to do that? Now I'm sad again. Oh. You guys, we have two <laughs> angels in heaven. We're not going to talk about it right now. Well, we are. Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds passed away one day apart, and Noelle and I have been Rex since. It's not been a good start to 2017. No. I mean, they died right at the end, but yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Ugh, so sad. I'm just glad that Gary has a home. Yeah, gonna move with Billy. Billy Lord, yep, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Good for her. And she has a French bulldog named Tina, so now she's gonna have Gary and Tina. Aww. <laughs> Which I think is really funny. I just read that today. Like Tina from Bob's Burgers? I hope so. Butts, butts, butts? Yeah. I would think that Billy Lord. Oh, I do, I do a good Tina, right? Do you? Maybe it was more of a talk dog. I wish people could see the look on my, <laughs> on my face, how unamused I am. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Hold on one more time. Okay. This is, this is my Tina Belcher. Ah! Still not. No. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're gonna take that sound bite and put it like 
<laughs> side by side that. That's going to be, yeah. That's going to uh, be my Okay. Anyway. PK, Carrie. PK. Uh, so oftentimes with this, what happens is it starts out slowly and then it increases until it reaches the peak. So, and then sometimes the activity just stops abruptly and it never returns. Uh-huh. So, like, you know. Once the girl, like, moves out of her house and goes to college. And her someone... mom lets her drive the car so she can visit with her boyfriend, right. Ron. Just let me go see Ron. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, yeah, he lives in an apartment. <laughs> Once she finally gets asked out to the prom, <laughs> everything's better now. So. Jeez. Um, so. And that's how you fix PK. And that is how you fix poltergeist. Just let her drive the car, mom. Just. Ugh. God. Trust her, mother. Uh, now, uh, there are some skeptics to, obviously, both theories that what? poltergeists are ghosts uh, or it's PK. I know that's shocking. That is shocking. Shocking. Those things just seem so acceptable. It's just right. a case value. <laughs> but I suppose if you, if you need to read about the skeptics, that's fine. I've been trying to move things with my mind since I was probably six years old. I one time moved a fan with my mind. Lies. I did. It wasn't the wind? No, it was terribly frightening. Did you blow on it? No. Do you want to hear the story or I not? I do. Okay. Nope. <laughs> um, uh, if, if, if you're an older person or somebody who might... Um, nope, statue, statue of limitation is way gone. Anyway, the one time I smoked weed in college... Oh, I thought you were going to talk about raping somebody, and I was like, why are you bringing this up, and why would you do that? I never did that. Whenever I think of statute of limitations, my mind immediately goes to rape, because I think that there's... It's ridiculous that there's a statute of limitations on rape. No, this can be be for any crime. Okay. This is a... a, This is marijuana. Yeah. Who cares? I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I just feel really bad. What does it mean, like, like, after all this time, someone's going to be like... That time, that time when you were a senior in college and you smoked weed. But, uh, so. (laughs) What? What? So, uh, I was, I was high in such a way that I had to leave the room. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Never. I've never known anything like that. Right. Because you've never done that. But anyway, usually (laughs) at the time, the one time I smoked weed, I I thought that maybe I would be a social smoker. (laughs) <laughs> I can't like I need a drink. I'm sorry, but it's hilarious. <laughs> I got uh, a little uh, fucked up in my head, so mm-hmm. I left the room and I laid on my bed. Okay. And <laughs> the fan above my bed was whirring. It was going jump, jump, jump. And as I was laying there, I was like, "Ugh, I just want it to stop." And it stopped. And then I freaked out. I totally lost my mind, and I was like. I was like, ah, I did that, right? So I think there are two parts. Okay. So clearly, I thought I did that, and so in my mind, I immediately just started thinking, "Oh my god, I want the fan to start!" And immediately, the fan went. <laughs> so within a matter of seconds, I stopped a fan and started a fan with only my mind. Was your roommate standing there with the light switch, like no, turning it on? No, was in there. I had to go find them. They were so busy listening to fish. It took me oh my until God. the end of Wilson to take them. <laughs> right? So it was like 11 minutes later. I tried to show them. I tried to show them my PK and it didn't work. <laughs> the reality is that you're probably so stoned that you probably lost some time in between getting up from your bed, turning it off, laying back down. No, I didn't Turning touch it, it at all. Of it course was you all didn't. With my mind. I wouldn't know. I mean, because I've never been stoned a day in my life. Sure. So I wouldn't know anything about that. That was my one time only. In. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what happens to me when I get high. <laughs> which is why I don't. Of course. <laughs> which is why it should be illegal. Um. Don't. Why? <laughs> why? <I> don't know. <laughs> so that's my that's my PK story. Okay. Um. That poor fan. That poor fan really got a workout from your mind. <laughs> So exhausted. Does she want me on or off? I don't understand. I'm, try- I'm trying to do her mind's will. I'm just a fan. All I do is spin around. Right? Um, Not that day. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so here, this is number one with the skeptics might have something to do with what you just told me. Uh, <laughs> they say... I love that my fan story was the perfect segue into your next it, piece. It really is. 
they say that um, these claims can be explained by psychological factors such as illusions, memory lapses, and wishful thinking. Oh. Oh. Interesting. So how Carrie many... Fisher uh, wrote a book and performed a play called Wishful Drinking. Drinking, yes. But how many people do you think are like, man, I'm going to go down into my kitchen today and I hope that my cha- chairs are stacked on top of the table? Well, wishful I mean, thinking. I would hope for my... I wouldn't hope for them to be stacked on top of each other, mm-hmm. but maybe I should like wishful think like cleanliness or wishful think like a new decor. You know what I'd like? I'm looking over at my kitchen. It's hardwood. Mm-hmm. If I woke up one morning after really thinking about it and it was tile, like mosaic tile. Yeah, that would be God, nice. I'd be fucking living would, my best life. It would look nice in there too. <laughs> it would look so nice. Yeah. Think about it. Uh, black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Well, like, like not a not a pronounced design, but a design. Think on that real hard. <laughs> Started. Start, starting now. By the way, at the end of this episode, we might have an update about my kitchen. <laughs> that would be incredible. You've got thirty minutes to make that okay, happen. Well, I'm also looking at my fan, so there's two little things. I. <laughs> oh my. What if your fan, like, and I'm directly below it now? I'm worried that it's like a la Carrie, just gonna like spin off of the its base onto me, and decapitate me. Yeah, that's good that it's above you. Yeah. There will be no side effects for me. Great. Moving on. Except I'll miss you. You're my best friend. Uh, <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, all right. Other explanations could be seismic activity. Uh-huh. For you those... out. You guys, she put her hands in front of her bosoms like she was going to talk about double Ds. Nope. <laughs> you went, you went seismic, went seismic activities. Seismic activities. Like, like, I'm sorry. Like uncles describe chesty women. Boobs. You did, you did seismic activity the way that someone would say Pamela <laughs> Anderson. Doing boob object. Unintentional. Um, another explanation could be ball lightning, which I had to look up because I've never heard of it before. What is that? How do you spell it? Ball, as in like a ball okay. that you throw. Lightning. <laughs> well, your tone is a little condescending. It's an unexplained. You have an accent. I thought you were saying ball. I don't have an accent. Um. <laughs> Stop it now. It is a, uh, it's an unexplained atmospheric electrical phenomenon. So it's associated with uh, thunderstorms and lasts longer than a split second uh, flash of lightning. And it's actually in the shape of a ball. So it can be um, anywhere from pea-sized to several meters in diameter. Um, And many claim that the ball explodes, leaving behind this, like a, Smell of odor. Oh, a sulfuric odor. So it's the result of a storm, but it, they don't really know, like, where it comes from or how it happens. Ghosts. Probably ghosts, but they're saying this is the reason that um, poltergeist activity happens. Because it shakes things up. It's wrong. Oh. But whatever. It's always sulfuric acid. It is. Which smells like cat pee. Cat pee. Which is a demon. Which we learned about in the um, every Dybbuk ep- box. Yep. And every episode of a ghost show. <laughs> Smells like Jasmine. I think, I think with the Warrens, we talked about it too. Yes. And the Barinis. Yes. It's always there. Yeah. Anytime there's a demon, there's cat pee. Yep. Um, that's no said, though, cats. Anytime there's cat pee, it, it's not necessarily a demon. You just have a cat pee. Yes. Or what, what if you don't have a cat? Then you have a demon. Okay, got it. Understood. Yep. All right. So um, let's talk about a couple of notable poltergeist hauntings. Great. Um, one of them happened in Rosenheim, southern Bavaria, which oh, is where my people are from. That's lovely. Not specifically this town, but um, Bavaria. Yeah. Hill people, we are. Yeah. Uh, so... In the fall of 1967, a man by the name of Hans Bender was requested to investigate disturbances in Adams' legal offices. Okay. Um, here's the crazy thing. They only occurred over the weekends, you know, when nobody's at work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically the cleaning lady is like going in and vacuuming and moving things around right. and not putting it back. Um, I swear to God, I pushed my chair in last night. <laughs> That's my snitchel. Oh, it's a poltergeist. Oh, all the shuttle is gone. <laughs> There's my stein. It's lunch and I need 40 ounces of dust bear. 
Poltergeist? Uh, <laughs> there's no other explanation. Is that my Drew Barrymore? Yes. Impression? That's it. Oh, yeah. There okay. you go. Okay. That's um, her in writing with, uh, writing of boys with cars. Writing in cars with boys. You know all of her movies. Uh, that's a Penny Marshall vehicle. <laughs> okay. Never saw it. Um, so, what I'll happened? I'll just do one more. Oh, where's my pencil sharpener? It's Drew Barrymore in Bavaria. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. Spot on. So uh, lighting fixtures had exploded. They were swinging back and forth, and um, some of them had their bulbs removed. Okay. Heavy office furniture was shifted, um, and copier fluid leaked from the copier. (gasps) Sounds like somebody needs a new copier. Sounds like that ghost (laughs) was making copies. Right. (laughs) Uh, it's just like images of like the ghost, ghost butt. butt. <laughs> <laughs> it, nothing says Christmas in Bavaria like your poltergeist. It's like xeroxing their asshole. All you see are like the outlines of the sheet. <laughs> like, Why is there a circle on this piece of paper? Everyone knows. Ghost butt. <laughs> uh, there were also a large a large number of calls um, to a correct time service that was charged to the company's account. So I think that's like, I don't know if they even still have that. That's when you would call and it would be like, the time is oh yeah 7.43. So, <laughs> Why would they have that? I don't, so I don't no, know. No, I mean now. They, oh, there's, no, there's now. no need for it now. But then. You barely need phones now. Right. I mean, God, you don't even pick up when I call. Well, I'm busy. Um, <laughs> don't that's leave me true. a voicemail. I will call you back. Yeah. Actually, when Noel, whenever Noel and I like leave each other voicemails, both of us will call back and immediately say, "I didn't listen to your voicemail." <laughs> I don't know anybody who really listens to voicemails. No, I didn't even leave them. I had actually a a, a, a person I was working with, um, who I did leave a voicemail for because it was a professional matter. Say, I didn't listen to your voicemail. I just called you back, and I was like, "This is business, sir. Come on now, man or madam." It was a sir. Anyway, um. So Hans Bender uh-huh. believed that this was coming from Anne Marie Schabert, uh, a young secretary. Oh, yeah. Um, he said it was caused by um, from her emotional her or he said that her emotional unhappiness was converted into telekinesis. <gasps> oh my God! I know they were having an affair. No. Oh. She was frustrated with her job and distressed. Um, over a broken marriage engagement. <gasps> because they were having an affair. Probably. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't understand why it only happened on the weekends. Like, did she go into the office to, like, blow off? That was that part is unclear to me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So. You know, he, Germans are very efficient. So maybe that poltergeist was like, listen. <laughs> they have to ship uh, train parts. That's true. Do you think it's a train part shipping company? It was a law firm. Oh, whoops. <laughs> but they actually... Can't be a law firm but that they, ships train parts? But, well, they actually um, represented a train part company, so... Is that true, or are you just doing that? I'm just doing that. Okay. <laughs> but they were, she, that poltergeist was probably mm-hmm. like, you know what? They gotta make that money. I am not going to interfere and with their business. And that's probably why uh, the poltergeist was calling the time people. Yeah. Because on Sunday nights... They were probably like, should I go? <laughs> right. They're going to be Just back. This is now 11 o'clock. I'm like, ooh, I better hurry. <laughs> I've got to go. Um, that's really funny and probably true. Um, but the activity actually ceased after Schabert left the firm and got married. <gasps> she found her happiness. She found her happiness. And she took her period ghost with her. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. Well, let's call them that from this point on. <laughs> Period goes. It's kind of Just like because there's such inherent sexism and it's so well. It's like in uh, the movie Poltergeist. Um, there's the teenage daughter mm-hmm. who um, was uh, uh, Dominique Dunn, who was murdered. She was murdered. Murdered by her ex boyfriend. Yep. Um, but she was very angsty in that movie. So yeah. I mean, they blame it on a Native American burial or cemetery that they built the house on. But no one really. What was her name? Mary Jo something. Uh, Joe Beth Williams. Joe Beth Williams. Wow, good for you. For I that. I love 
Poltergeist. Ugh. And she's in the pool with the dead bodies. Oh, it's so bad. Ugh. My the creepiest part to me was when um, Craig T. Nelson is drinking the tequila. Like he's just at the end of his rope. And I don't know what you're talking about. He's drinking tequila. He's uh-huh. got this bottle of tequila. And the worm. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, becomes yeah, yeah, yeah. alive and like comes out of him. It's super gross. That's so bogus. Yeah, that's so vivid in my mind. Yeah. From like I watching it as a child. I think yeah. that was the first horror film I watched with my uncle Donnie. It's the first one I did too, and yeah. I pushed out most of it. Yeah, he was the tree knocking on the glass. Bottom. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the, the clown. Well, yeah. That's the worst part. Yeah. That fucking clown. Uh, yeah, so I'm a big fan of the Poltergeist movies. I actually just watched the latest one with Sam Rockwell. They have a new one? They remade it, and I sometimes have a problem with remaking uh, classic horror films. Um, but I liked it. They did a nice job with it. And I like Sam Rockwell a lot, so... I'm not sure I know who that is. You know Sam Rockwell. I don't know. Remember when you brought up Charlie's Angels? He Was he Bosley? No, he was the bad guy. In the new one or on the television program? In the new one with nope. Drew Barrymore. Don't remember. He was the one who had the house. <laughs> I don't remember that movie. I think he was dating Drew ba- Like, he was her boyfriend in the movie. Was Demi Moore in that movie? Yes. Okay. Yep, I'm in. Okay. Sam Rockwell was also in the movie Moon. Didn't see it. Oh, it's really good. Um, He's been in a lot of movies. Okay. He's great. Hey, so, Sam Rockwell, what are you doing later? You're great. <laughs> you want to come over and see my Drew Barrymore impressions? <laughs> <laughs> he's probably busy being Sam Rockwell. Okay. Um, okay. Wouldn't that be, would it, like, he's probably listening to this, and he's like, <laughs> everyone thinks that. No one calls, no one texts, because they think I'm busy. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, I'm serious. He's playing Minecraft right now. Sam, just <sighs> fucking call. It's fine. Sam, it's okay. We can hang. It's yeah. cool. I mean, only for two hours. <laughs> right. I have an early flight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I have a book on the occult that I need to read for my story. <laughs> Speaking of, we should really track down Dan Aykroyd and have him bring some of his crystal skull vodka. Yeah. Um, I don't think he is busy and he is in Chicago. Yeah. He is not on my list of people that I super like. Okay. Just saying. All right. That's okay. That's a bummer. Whatever. I just want the free vodka and a cult talk. Yeah, no, I, I, w- I would talk to him about that. Okay. I just think he's bombastic. I could see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Um, You probably know... Sorry, Dan Aykroyd. I think you're fine. <laughs> That's Noel. I'll hang with you and drink your vodka. <laughs> this is Jay. I love you so much, and I love your vodka, and I really wish you'd put your bloated face on mine. <gasps> kissy, 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 smooch. Oh, my God. All right, let's talk about another what? notable... Um, His no, face is slightly bloated. It is bloated. Okay. Um, he's aged. Uh, I thought you were about to say he's 80, and I'm like, close. <laughs> no. All right, another notable <laughs> uh, poltergeist story is the Enfield poltergeist which, I know this one. Yes. So this is kind of claimed to be a Warren story, but it's not. Like, oh. it's one of those things where they say they were involved and they really weren't. Like they allegedly kind of, they showed up. Yep. And they were basically asked to leave. I know. So um, this took place in Brimstone, Enfield, England, from 1977 to 1979, um, and it, it took uh, it centered around Peggy Hodgson and. Um, Two of her four children. So she called the police after two of her kids claimed that furniture was moving and there were knocking sounds on the wall. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the police came over to investigate. And actually, while they were there, one of of the police officers said that she saw a chair slide across the floor. Yes, I love that. Um, I one time saw a chair slide across the floor. Did you really? Yep. I'm just learning so much about you tonight. (laughs) That's because it's all the Miller Lite. <laughs> yeah, it was my old house on Barry, and one okay. of the uh, gals I was living with, um, uh, her friend had recently passed away. Sorry, it is a very sad story. Uh, and we were talking about it at the table, and she had been having personal haunting, and she she was talking about it, and a chair of its own volition just slid, like just slid out, went four feet. Was it also because that your floor was slanted? No, I, I mean, like we, did, we did have to go up about a sixty, like a sixty degree incline to get inside. 
No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was a perfectly so. It was a perfectly flat floor. Uh huh. The the chair moved of its own volition. Uh huh. Okay. And whether you believe it or not, doesn't matter. I left that house for a week and then I came back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally believe you. I just feel like I have to play the skeptic today for some reason. Well, because I'm usually like, that's a horseshit story. And I know. I, now I've told two stories that I fully believe that sound like horseshit, but man, did they happen. All right. I'm still waiting. You... I'm waiting for my tile fucking floor to happen. <laughs> Fans still in tech. Yeah. Um, so there were demonic voices, loud noises, Boom. thrown rocks and toys. And Janet, the 11-year-old, uh-huh. um, was allegedly levitating, which ah. we're going to get to. Now, um, everything kind of centered around Janet. Um, it became, this story became really popular in the local media, um, which is why the Warrens actually came over to England, because it became such a popular story. News, um, news trucks were, like, parked outside of their house all the time. Um, they were constantly, they were interviewing the kids, uh, wanting to get stuff, wanting to see something happen. Can I interrupt really yes. quickly here? Um, if you do not know who Ed and Lorraine Warren are, we did a, a whole episode on them. We did. Episode 13, take a listen. Um, uh, one of the reasons why Noel is saying they're uninvited is they had a, I'm going to say a, a 2017 word because I can't think of anything else. They had a fame whore vibe about them. They did, and uh, more. Uh, Let me asterisk that though, because I love the Rain Warren. Well, the other thing too was that Maurice. Oh shoot, Maurice Groves, I think his name was, who was also a pretty famed um, parapsychologist who in England uh, didn't really get along with Ed Warren, and he thought that Ed was a phony, and he wanted him nowhere near the story. So, um, so, and he kind of like drove this, and you know, thought that there was all this activity, and he brought all these people into the house. Um, the problem was, is that it was hard to believe this story because there were weird things about the activity that was happening. Um, so the, the investigators would report that, uh, there was curious whistling and barking noises coming from Janet's direction, but the problem was that they could never get Janet, um, to, they never saw her doing these things. When um, she allegedly had this person speaking through her, which um, was the previous tenant. His name was Bill Wilkins. And um, he had said through her, um, and she would do this like demonic voice. She would get her voice really gravelly and low. And she would say, so they thought that a demon was speaking through her. But this is what she said as Bill. Just before I died, I went blind and then had, oh, but she said it in her, like, Cockney accent. And then had an emerge, and I fell asleep, and I died in the chair in the corner downstairs. Uh, <laughs> that's what he said? He said that through okay. her. And that's actually true. And I don't know how this little girl... He had an emerge in the chair? He had an emerge in his chair. Um, I don't <laughs> Sorry, know. Sorry, all of our British friends. We're not... <laughs> I was also, like, way too happy. He was really happy about that done. Uh, uh, um, oh, my God, my favorite chair with an image. So they don't know how this little girl would know this information about him. Sure. Um, so that, that in itself is kind of one of those things where, like, maybe this is true. The problem uh-huh. was that whenever they wanted to talk to Bill, Janet would make them leave the room. Um, or she would make them turn around. She would make them turn around because she would say that Bill doesn't want them watching her. And then there were other things where, um, they found her, they caught her on camera because they set up all these cameras. They caught her bending spoons and trying to bend an iron bar. She hid one of the, um, investigators tape recorders. Um, she was banging a broom handle on the ceiling. So the thought was that this was a hoax. Yeah. Um, and there are a couple of theories about how, like who orchestrated it. Obviously she was involved. Um, they believe her older sister, Margaret, who was 14 was involved. And a lot of people think that the mom, um, Peggy was kind of the one driving this because 
she was down on her luck. Her ex-husband wasn't like providing them with any support. She couldn't really pay her rent. Um, so I, the thought was that the media attention would, um, give them some money. And actually they were getting money from people who felt bad for them. Do you know what this sounds like? Tell me. Episode 15 of High Spirits that featured this, the Fox Sisters. The Fox Sisters. Yeah. Like this little girl. This little ruse is all she exactly was, the shit that they did. Very clever. She, they, some people were like, she was so clever and manipulative. But then there were things where there's, there's a um, TV interview where somebody, the interviewer says, How, what is it like being haunted? And she responds with, our house isn't haunted. And her sister Margaret kind of slaps her and she tells her to keep quiet. And then they're kind of giggling behind their hands. Um, ah. So it's it, it, it's kind of, you know, there there are strange, there's strange phenomena behind it, such as like the Bill Wilkins thing, the police officer who actually filled out an affidavit about this chair moving. Uh-huh. So there are bizarre things around it, but the proof that there was actually like a poltergeist there um, it's hard to believe. So like there's, there are pictures of Janet allegedly levitating, but if you look at the picture, I'll post it on the Facebook page and potentially the Instagram page. If we ever have it, Instagram page 2018, I'm going to try to get it out this week. Um, <laughs> uh, it's been a busy month. I know. Um, uh, sh- it looks like she's basically jumping up and down. Yeah. Uh. Okay. And, like, there are things flying around her, but it's totally possible that she, like, jumped up and threw these things up in the air. Yeah. So it, it's, like, all this stuff was happening, but nobody was really seeing it happen. They would just hear things. Right. So, like, it's totally possible she was, like, sliding marbles down the hallway. Uh-huh. And her brother was spooked out by that. Yeah. There was, like, one thing with, like, I think a, a train car, like, a kid's toy that would, like, roll down the hallway. Creepy. Yeah. So the story, like, you know, a lot of people now classify it as a hoax. And um, Peggy has since died. Uh, Rest in peace, Peg. Yeah. I think she, I think she passed away like 10 years ago. Um, But like the kids uh, who are grown adults now, like don't speak of it. It's kind of like the same thing with the Lutz family, the Amityville family, where like those kids don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, like, I think there's only one, um, one of the boys will talk about it, but like, uh, like, uh, Janet, um, did an interview recently. So this story has actually come back into the public because they made a movie about it, uh, 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 called The Conjuring 2. Wait, that has the Warrens. Which it is. Yeah. So that's why I want to like set the record straight here because that movie is made makes it out to be that this is a Warren story and it's not get it together. So it's kind of a bummer um, because it's just not true. Um, And they actually do, they do show like the dude. um, Do they show that conflict in Ed? No, 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 they don't show that conflict with Ed. They show Ed as a very kind and um, thoughtful and loving person. Um, who really cares about his wife. Well, that much we know is true. Yeah. And who's also an excellent painter. That is also true. Yes. So it's actually like, um, it's as a horror film, it's actually pretty good and and very creepy. But just factually incorrect. Factually inaccurate. They do show like one part where Janet is, um, and I think they use a different name for the little girl. Uh, she's doing the, she's bending the spoons and she's doing like all of the things and like, it's a very horrific scene. And then she's like standing, like she's possessed with a knife going after her brother. And in the movie, she says that, um, Bill made her or told her that if she didn't do those things, he was going to kill somebody in her family. So she was being threatened by the ghost of Bill. And there's this whole like thing with that too. Um, but the reality is that nothing really came of this. They eventually, like, the activity just kind of ceased. I think they eventually, the family eventually moved out of town or out of the house. And that was it. Yeah. And then whoever moved in next, like, nothing. So probably it was Janet making this stuff up. Like, she was kind of known to be a little bit of a troublesome girl and, and, and just be a little mischievous. So 
But there was an interview. That's what I was going to say. There was an interview with adult Janet um, when this movie came out. And she kind of was very shy about it and didn't really want to talk about it. Um, You know the best place to go when you're very shy and you don't want to talk about things? A televised interview. Exactly. It proves that you just are so shy. But then she, but she, she didn't, she, she, hold on. I'm so reluctant to speak of this on this televised interview, but I will. How's my hair? <laughs> Does this look okay? Um, but she, I'm so reluctant to tell you all the things that happened. Let me set the record straight. Boy, I'm so shy. Well, she didn't deny that any of it happened. Oh, okay. Uh, she, she kept... You know, and, it, and the thing is, is that half the country probably thinks she's a liar anyway, so yeah. to... It's a small country. Yeah. So... So it doesn't matter. It Yeah. It's, so, you know, if if she made it up, whatever. But that's, yeah, that's the Enfield story. Yeah, listen, um, 10 million people think you're a fucking liar. Who cares? Right. It's not like 150 million people think you're a liar. As we've talked about this before... We have the internet now. You can find new friends anywhere <laughs> on the internet. Stop saying internet. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else um, you want to add, dude? Uh, not really. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a really fun story about uh, yeah. older guys. I was actually really disappointed when I found out that the Enfield case was probably not real. Aww. And it really doesn't take much to figure that out. Because you look at these pictures of Janet and you're like, that girl is just making an excuse to jump up and down on her bed. Yeah. Well, at least, you know, at least she just was a liar and she didn't go the full, like, Mary Bell route. Remember that chick? I do remember the her. The 10-year-old murderer who just, like, killed people? Oh, my gosh. Mary Bell is terrifying. Yeah. That's a really hor- horrific story. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't know who Mary Bell is, look her up. Uh, she was a 10-year-old murderer. Was she? In England. She's yeah. She's a little creepathon. And she hung out with... She an, murdered her little friend. She... Well, she murdered a, a three... She, it was her and another little girl. Uh-huh. That they murdered, like, thing. that little boy. They murdered a three-year-old little boy. Um, and then she... She murdered yeah. another little boy. She um, was a weirdo. She, like, she made the kid... She made the kid take pills, and then she, like, cut him, I think. And the horrible thing about it, too, is that um, with the, the boy she made take pills, um, he was found in, like, this abandoned house. Yeah. And so his mother... And the other one was found under sticks or something. Oh, yeah. She did this, like, really, like... Elaborate weirdo. Yeah. Um, But for the boy who was found in the house, like, his mother um, was scrutinized for it because they basically were like, you let this little boy wander around into this house, and then he took these pills. And so for until Mary Bell was um, arrested for it, they thought that she was just a bad mom. Well, and it kind of can I her. say this? Just because one thing is true doesn't mean the other isn't. That is true. I would say that, like, she may not be, you know, the world's worst mom, but right. she's certainly not mother of the year. True. He was, what, three? He was three. I think, yeah, I think he was three, right? I think we're keeping a closer eye on children than we did in the 60s. Maybe he was, no, I think he was older than that. Okay. He was probably, like, we should look that up. He was like, he was fucking old. He was like six. He was like six. <laughs> but they were in a, it was I a, mean, he had a job. Right. It was in a, it was in a very blue collar yeah. area of, of London. Um, it was north. Yeah, it was. The dodgy part, as they would call it, of town. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't even think it was in London. I think it was uh, in uh, North Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, but Mary Bell is um, just. She's a creep machine. She's a creep machine and. Uh, well, her mother was also um, a sex worker. Wait. And I and so she saw, like, people coming in and out of her house all yeah. the time. And so she just didn't stand a chance. Yeah. Like, she had a very unfortunate upbringing. So listen, I know we have a lot of prostitutes listening to this show, which is totally fine, because we're all sex positive. We right. Just don't, uh, don't bring your kids into it. Yeah, don't bring your kids into it, because they, they could, I don't know, murder. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what I was going to say, uh, at least that little liar just saw the uh, Janet was yes. just a poltergeist liar. She wasn't like a killer. That's yeah. All. Yeah. She was just, yeah. I think she just wanted some attention. Yeah. We, it will never know. 
We all want attention. But you, if you do come into your kitchen one day and your <gasps> drawers are pulled out. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about my tile again. No, your drawers are pulled out or your, your chairs are stacked on top of your table. Maybe you're just having your period. <laughs> <laughs> or my favorite thing is if my house got totally redone. I would be like, oh my god, poltergeist. And it would be like extreme makeover. It'd be like Ty Pennington. <laughs> oh my god. And I would just be like, I'm haunted, but it's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, ABC. <laughs> They're like, man, you seem a little shaken. I'm like, oh, that, sorry. My gut reaction was this was a ghost. <laughs> because that's how I think. Mm-hmm. Um, are we in send-offville? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, okay. cool. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to High Spirits. Uh, today, my sponsor was Miller Lite. Miller Lite, thanks for getting me sloshed. Oh, and I was drinking. <laughs> I just give you a thumbs up. I know, you totally did. I was like, what is that? <laughs> and I am drinking Black Box Cabernet. Thanks for being wine on tap. <laughs> thanks for making my lips purple. You don't have to wear lipstick. I don't. It's good. <laughs> Uh, uh, thank you for joining us on High Spirits this evening when we talked about Poltergeist. Uh, please join us again for our next episode. In the meantime, find us on Facebook, High Spirit Chicago. Find us on Twitter, High Spirit Chicago. Find us on the old Gmail, High Spirit Chicago at gmail.com. And of course, we're on SoundCloud and iTunes at High Spirit Chicago Podcast. Uh, I'm Jay Sagman. This is Noelle, and she's got one weird ass thing to say to you Sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs>